Somebody say practice. If you're taking notes tonight, the title of my sermon is this. Practice God first. Practice. So if you're here tonight, you're saying, oh, I have no idea what, what practice is. It's my first day. If you have, you know, bad memory, short-term memory loss, whatever, long-term memory loss, um, I'm going to give you a quick recap of what we've been talking about. Kind of the verse that sums up all of this. So this whole, again, remember, we're in the middle of a sermon series. So we're week three. There's week one and week two. If you weren't here, you missed it. And if you forgot it, you forgot it. I'm going to just recap that real quick. So the verse that kind of sums up this whole series of talks is Philippians. Can we throw it up? Philippians. And it says this. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely. Any lovely people in the house tonight? Whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Verse 9. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me, or seen in me, check this out, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Week one, what do we say? Passion without practice, it's just hype. But passion with practice will change your life. Here's the thing, we come to church, and we have so much passion for God, but then on Saturday, we get tempted, and we kind of fall into the same limbo of things. On Monday, we go to school, and the passion that happened on Friday is drowned out by the distractions on Monday. Listen, what's going to change your life and believing in Jesus is taking the passion you got for God and putting it into practice. So week two was practicing the word, the Bible. That was last week. And the main thought was this. Listen, don't just read the Bible, but let the Bible read you. That was last week. We spoke about that. Don't read the Bible. Let the Bible read you. We talk about opening up your Bible. How many guys bought a life journal last week? Life journal. Awesome. Check this out. A life journal is how we read the Bible. A life journal is literally your access every day. It keeps you on point. It gives you verses to read. There's a system in it called SOAP, and I can't dive into it because we got a podcast up, so just listen to last week's. But last week was amazing. This week, come on, write it down. Put God first. This is a practice. Put God first. Sorry. Put God first. Week one, practice. Put your passion into practice. Week two, practice the word. Week three, practice. Put God first. And that sounds so, sounds so simple, right? If you're in here tonight, you're like, duh. I know I got to put God first. I mean, people who don't believe in Jesus got put God first, God first over everything on their backs or something. I don't even know what. Tattooed or something like that. Everyone says that, right? You know, God first. How many of you guys have heard that before? God first. God first. Um, here's how you put God first. You ready? This is how you put God first. So the title of tonight's talk is Put God First. This is how you do it. You want to know how you put God first? You put God first. That's it tonight, all right? We're going to pray. How do you put God first? By putting God first. Listen, I'm going to say something bold, and I'm not trying to hurt you. And Listen, if God is in your life and he's not first, I'm sorry, but he's not first in your life. If God is in your life and he is not first, then he's not first in your life. If God, you can take it out. If God is genuinely in your life and he is first place, then he's God over your life. But if he's not first place, listen, God is not in your life. I'm going to say that, and I don't want you to feel offended tonight. But listen, God, his personality 
isn't about being second place. I'm going to say it again. Listen, if God is in your life and he's not first, he's not in your life. He's not in your life. Here's the thing. He requires himself to be first. When he looks at you, young person, when he looks at you, you know what he says? I'd rather be first than not a part of you at all. This is something that Christians are just baffled by nowadays. Because we got God and we got family right there. And we got our goals and we got money and we got popularity. And all these things are first. And God is like, listen, I don't got no room for that. And I, this is what I believe. I believe God has the right to be first or nothing. I believe he has the right. If anyone has the right to say, listen, it's either all of me or none of me. I think it's God. Because, listen, he, he, gave, he gave first, first. He gave first, first. He gave you his only son, first. For you then to accept him and have him second? He reached after you when you didn't reach after him. When you rejected him and sinned after sin, listen, he kept the door open. Understand that tonight. If anyone has the right to say to you, I'd rather be first or nothing, I think it's God. Because you know what? Listen, God always models what he expects from us. God's going to show you what he wants by who he is. And then it's just our job to reflect that. He gave you everything. He gave you hope. He gave you a future. He gave you grace. He took all your sin and he undid it through his son. He gave first, first. Christianity is when you reorder your list. Christianity isn't coming on Fridays. Christianity isn't jumping during worship. Christianity isn't walking out here and tweeting about Jesus. Christianity is when you take your list of life and you put God back in first, time, first place. That's what Christianity is. When God is just bumping up, bumping up, bumping up, hey, bumping up, hey. This a little bit out of context, but I want you, I want to let this, let, let this sink in. Genesis 1-1, the first verse in the Bible. In the beginning, God. I want you to write that down. In the beginning, God, listen, it started with him. This whole thing started with him. Feel the weight of that tonight. Because the next time you would have put God second, think in the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. In Exodus 20, we're going to read a lot of verses tonight. We're, we're, we're jumping into to life journals. How many of you guys are all right with me giving you just a bunch of verses to take home and read? Awesome. The, the verse, book of Exodus Listen, and God spoke all these words. What did he say? I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Next verse. You shall have no other gods, lowercase g. You shall have no other gods before me. Listen, the Exodus, in, in, in the book of Exodus, in the Old Testament, they literally had gods, lowercase g. They had gods and idols over God. So what is he saying? Listen, I'm going to give you all 10 commandments. The first one, though, is to have no other gods before me. You know what that lowercase g God is, is in nowadays? You know what that is? That's things you love and things you're passionate for. And listen, God is all right with you loving things. God is all right with you being passionate about things. But when you love things and when you're passionate about things more than you are for God, 
that becomes a lowercase God. When you're passionate and loving something more than your love for God, you're putting a God before him. And he says, listen, I'm going to say something bold. Listen, no other gods before me. I do not deserve to be second place. It is not in my nature to be second place. I am first place. Here's the thing. You know when something is first, right? You, you just know when something is first. You know it. You know it. If, if, if anybody likes to go to the gym. Anybody, anybody likes to go to the gym? Listen, all right, hands down. Like, you know when something, I can tell when the gym is first in your life. You can't tell with me, I'm sorry. Stop it. I can tell when, when beauty and makeup is, is first in your life. You can see it. If you just like, you know, feeling nice, you can probably smell it. I can tell when something is first in your life. I've seen some of y'all Instagrams. Y'all boyfriend, something is first in your life. I've seen it. When something is first in your life, you can see it. You can smell it. You can feel it. Here's the question. Is God first in my life because I don't feel it? Because I don't smell it. Because I, I don't experience it. Listen, when God is first in your life, you experience it. And listen, young person, listen to me. Listen to me. I love this whole life journal thing. I love it. Because right now, we're, we're, we're clashing in priorities. I want to do life journals, but I got this. And that. I got basketball practice. I got this. I got, I got all these things going. I got to go to work. And I got to do it. I love that. What did we say in the beginning? Listen, the only way to fight sin, to match your sin... What is it going to take? Is it passion? No. It's practice. It's practice. What are the biggest things that stop you from hearing God? Busyness, competing voices, and an unprepared heart. Listen to me, church. Once you take God into practice, there's going to be a conflict of interest with the things that are first in your life. It's going to happen. Not everyone can be first place. And listen, God is not good at being second place. I want you to look at your neighbor, dead in the eye, and say, neighbor. Can you say it like you mean it? Say, neighbor. God is first. No matter what. Second point tonight. Give God the first of everything. Give God the first of everything. Hear me tonight. Preachers, when they only talk about this right here, they talk about money, and they talk about giving tithes. And, and, and here's the thing. This is founded in the book of Leviticus, verses 27, verses 30. And, and I love what it says. A tithe of everything. A tithe of what? A tithe of what? Not just your money. Give God the first of what? Of everything. Listen, generosity, what we just did when we gave money to God, listen, that's, that's something we got to have down. If, if you want God first, it has to reflect on what you give, right? Can I get an amen? It has to reflect. God is first. He gets the first fruit. That's, that's what he gets. But it doesn't stop there. Everything, your thoughts, your relationships, think everything. Give everything to God. Not just your money. Listen, he wants your voice. He wants you to talk to him. 
Come on, he wants, he, wants, he wants something more than you than just money. Listen, that's a part of it, and we love it, and we preach it. But a tithe of everything, that stands outside of finances as well. That means he wants your thoughts. He wants your attention. He's begging for you to look at him and talk to him. Give God first of everything. How do you do that? Listen, I want to, tell you, I want to teach you something. Give God first of your week. How do you give God everything? Come on, throw it up. Give God first of your week. Help, help her out. How do, you give out, how do you give him everything? First, give him the first of your week. You know, you know what day that is, the first of the week? It's Sunday, right? But here's the thing. In, in the Old Testament, the day of the Sabbath was actually Saturday. That was the day that everybody went to church on Saturdays. And so the early church, they saw the resurrection of Jesus was on what day? It was on Sunday. So they said, man, that's... Let's celebrate on Sunday. Another thing that changed that Saturday, Sabbath day to actually Sunday, you know what it was? They said, listen, I, I don't want to go to God's house at the end of my week. I want to start my week at God's house. I want to start my week in the house of God. I want to start these next seven days. I'm going to take day number one, and I'm going to spend it in the house of God. Listen to me. You want to make God first in your life? Give him everything first. Listen. Give, give God the first day of your week. Give him Sunday. Friday is awesome. Friday is youth night. Sunday. Give, 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 give God Sunday. Give God Sunday. And, and the Bible says the Sabbath day. Sabbath nowadays is, is church day. Sunday. Listen, don't just go to church and, and, and then do anything on, on Sunday. I, I'm preaching right now. Listen, check this out. When you come to church, you're receiving and here's my thing. What, what, what do you do when you have a good plate of food? When you're in the restaurant, what do you do when you just went in? You sit back and you rub your belly. <laughs> At least that's me. I'm sorry. What happens if you eat quick and you go run to the pool? What's the rule? You will throw up. We're going to church. Woo! We're getting fed, we're getting fed. And we're out. We're doing this. Listen, take the day of the Sabbath to rest. You have just been fed. Take some time to let it meditate. Go for a walk. Turn off the TV. Sit down with your family and talk about what the heck just happened. Like, take the day of the Sabbath and literally give God the first day of your week. And get, I promise you, he will take that first day and bless you for the next six. Some of us, we, 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 I can't, you can't answer what we preached last week. Because, because we, we're, we're eating, we're going to the pool. We're eating, we're going to... Listen, take the day of the Sabbath. Take a nap. Chill. Just chill out. Just rest. Listen, worship and rest equals Sabbath. Sundays at church. You know what that is? That's worship. I, I wish we had nap, nap time in church. That'd be awesome. Get off the drums. Hop into my Tempur-Pedic. And just Chill. Give God the first of your week. Listen, take Sundays and, and make it, this is day one of my week. I'm going to give it to God. Imagine, imagine what Monday is like at school when you had a real good Sabbath of worship and rest. Give God the first of your week. Here's another one. Give, give God the first of your day. The first of your day. Again, remember, listen. I, I hear this all the time. I don't got I don't got time. 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 What what stops you from hearing God's voice? Busyness. Competing voices and an unprepared heart. 
Practicing isn't easy. When did practice become easy? If you've ever been part of a sports team, we love the games. We hate the practice. All right, guys, we're going to run them out. Right? All right, guys, give me a mouth. Let's just practice. Hey, practice. When was practice easy? Making God first in your life is going to take some work. It's going to say, listen, I got to be up for school at 6.30. I'm going to be up 15 minutes earlier to give God the first of my day. Give God the first of your week. Make Sundays a day of worship and a day of rest. Give him the Sabbath. Start the day off in the house of God. Start your week off. Listen, start your day off in the presence of God. What would your life look like if for the next 365 days you gave God the first 15 minutes of every morning? Imagine. This takes work. This takes you setting alarm clocks a little bit earlier. Here's, here's my thing. Is God first in your life or is Twitter first in your life? I can tell what your heart is all about when that's the first thing you check in the morning. What is the first thing you're thinking of in the morning? How people are going to look at you in school? Or are you going to look like the face of Jesus in school? I want to start something. Listen, we're all working. I don't know about you, but in the spirit realm, our church, our youth church, it, it's like, it's like we're, in a, we're in a factory. We're working. We're praying. A lot of us are fasting. And I love the culture at our church. You don't, you don't have to know I'm fasting. I'm, I'm fasting. You don't got to know it. We're praying, we're fasting, we're reading the Bible. You know what I see? I see a bunch of people getting to work, getting sweaty. We, we're putting the work in. Listen, I want to do something. I know we do live journals, but I, I, want, I want to do something. And listen, I know not everyone's going to do this. I'm not stupid. I know, I know when the preacher says something, not everybody listens. But listen, if you want God to change your life, if you want to take your passion and put it into practice, we're going to do something called, throw it up, the first 15. The first 15. The first 15. I'm going to start something starting tomorrow. The first 15. You know what it is? Ready, ready, ready? Here's the thing. God is saying this. God lead me, God led me to say this. Listen, can you give me the first 15 minutes of your day? That's all God is saying. Everybody has 15 minutes. Everybody got 15 minutes. God is saying this right now. Can you give me 15 minutes, the first 15 minutes of your day? Can you do it? You want to know what this looks like? Five minutes of the word. If you're doing life journals, probably seven minutes. So you start your day off with what? That was a question. What do you start your day off with? Come on, say it like you mean it. What do you start your day off with? We're starting something called the first 15. The first 15 minutes. Listen, I'm going to do this. Our leadership is going to do this. We invite you to do this. And I promise you, listen to me, listen to me. God will do amazing things in your life. We're starting something called the first 15. The first five minutes is for the word. If you're doing a life journal, it's five to seven minutes. An Old Testament verse, New Testament, Psalms and a proverb. And then you soap it out. Scripture, observation, application, prayer. We have soap, uh, life journals in the back if you want one. First five minutes is what? The word. Second five minutes, worship. That's one worship song, by the way, if you're wondering. Nowadays, it goes to like eight minutes. Pick the right song. I'm going to see one eight minutes. Five minutes of the word. Five minutes of worship. Lastly, five minutes of prayer. Can you write that down? The first 15. What is it? 
Guys, I'm talking about every day for the rest of my life. I'm going to do this. Can, let's do this together. Let's do this together. The first 15. I want everyone to write it down. Ready? Five minutes of the word. Five minutes of worship. And five minutes of prayer. And I promise you, when you put God first in your life, I bet you that bus ride to school is going to be so much more amazing. We're in the summer right now. You got all the time in the world. Some of y'all going to do the first 50. Hold up. The first 15. Listen, we're going to go to the pool. Awesome. I'm going to play ball. Awesome. I'm going to sleep in. Awesome. But when I wake up, God is getting the first 15. He's going to get it. He's going to get it because he is first in my life. Who's going to do this? Come on. Who's ready for it? Who's going to do it? Raise your hand. Who's going to do it? Who's honest? Oops. Awesome. Put your hands down. Here's the thing. We have sometimes uphill thoughts and downhill practice. Dissect that for just a second. Let's chew on that. We have uphill thoughts and downhill practice. What does that mean? You want to be a great person for God? I almost fell. You want to be a great person? Right? We all want to be good people. All eyes up here. We, we all want to be good Christians. If you're here tonight, listen. You, you want to be connected to God. We all, want, we all have uphill thoughts. I want to be close to God. I want to be hearing from God. I want in every season of my life to be, just feel like he's right in front of me. And we have uphill thoughts, but when it comes down to practice, they're all downhill. You sleep all day and party all night. Listen, there's no time for God. You see the, you see the conundrum. Like, it, it's just, my thoughts are to the north, but my practice is south. Take these first 15 with us. We're going to do it together. We're going to do it together because, listen, we're stronger together. We're stronger together. Verse 15, I promise you, in 10 days, I'm praying right now in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit's in this place. Listen, in 10 days, if you start this with this, the first 15, in 10 days, God just told me a miracle is going to happen in somebody's life. I don't, I don't mean to be over-spiritual, but listen to me. Something happens when people get desperate for God. Something happens when a young person says, I'm putting everything on hold, and for 15 minutes, I'm going to give God something in my life. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to give him 15 minutes. Listen to me, church. In 10 days, what day is that from today? What day is that from today? Say, say it with your chest. Monday? June 5th, is that a Monday? Mark that in your calendar because that's a breakthrough day for some of y'all. I want you to mark that. I'm praying right now in this spirit, in this spirit right now, June 5th, Monday, June 5th. If we start this together, desperation for God, you know what's going to happen? I believe that day, I don't know what it's going to be. But listen, if you do this with me, God, God told me right now, listen, in 10 days, something is going to happen in your life. Something is going to happen. What are you praying for? What are you believing for? This is your moment. Listen, let this summer not be a summer all about fun. Let this summer be a, a moment that you actually grow in the spiritual, in, in, in the spiritual realm. Let, let's, let's grow up. Let's grow up. How many of you guys believe in the next 10 days are just going to be the best days of your life? Who's believing that? Come on. Remember, we said this last week. This is going to be the best year of your life if this is the best year of your life spiritually. Remember that. Take that to heart. I want to end on this verse. Luke 17, verse 33. If you cling to your life, if you try to find life 
If you on your own strength is seeking after life and happiness, if you are trying, if your relationship with God looks like you're doing all the work and you're not receiving anything, if you are dying to live, if you're dying to be noticed, if your pride is just up and heavy and running, if you're looking for life, guess what? You will lose it. But if you let your life go, if you give your life to God, you will actually save it. This is the mystery of the gospel. This is the mystery of the gospel. Listen, it, to gain, you got to give. And if you try to gain, you will lose it all. You got to give it up. You cling to your life. You ever cling onto something for dear life? Happened to my sister. We was in Aruba. And there was this, like, natural pool. It was the pool of hell. So there was a little place in the natural pool. It had, like, a, a little waterfall. After the waterfall, it's, like, to your death. Like, there's rocks, and it gets bad. So we're, like, all drifting away, you know. It's a really big pool. I'm jumping off the cliff, having the time of my life. And, and literally, my, my sister begins to just float, 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 float. She, she falls in. And she's about to go to the rocks and die. Like, this, she almost died. Legit remember her, her fiancé. Hold up. <laughs> her fiancé. If you like, you better put a ring on the boy. Hold up, somebody. <laughs> I need healing. He reaches after her. For dear life, he reaches after her. Does your life look like that? You're reaching out. Listen, God is saying, don't reach for it. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Because you know what's going to die? Your flesh. You know what's going to die? Your, your, your right to be right. You know what's going to die? Your pride. You know what's going to die? Your flesh. Everything that, that's in you that wants to be first. Listen, God says, listen, the last shall be first. And the first shall be last. Stand up on your feet tonight. Come on, God wants to do something in the next two minutes. I feel it in the spirit. Let's have the worship team come up. I want you to grab the hand of the person next to you. Come on, grab that hand, grab that hand, grab that hand. Grab that hand, grab that hand, grab that hand, grab that hand. Listen to me. Every head bowed, we are closed. Every head bowed, we are closed. We're about to get into groups. But listen, I, I don't know who felt tonight like crazy. For a second, every head bowed, every eye closed. I want you to let go of the hand next to you, just for a second. Let, let go of the hand next to you. Listen, if you're here tonight, come on, it's just you and God. No pressure. No one's judging you. No one is looking after you. Listen, it is you and God in the room tonight. Can we dim the house just a little bit? It's just you and God. Come on, let's begin to worship. Let, let's get into a song. Let's begin to sing some songs. Listen to me. Every head bowed, every eye closed all over this place, all over this place. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. If God isn't first, on the count of three, I want to make a call. 
I want to make a call, an altar call. If you want God to be first in your life, come on, every head bow, every eye closed. If you want God to be first, listen, a lot of hands are about to go up. Do not feel alone. Don't feel like no one's, like somebody's judging you. Listen, it's you and God tonight on the count of three. If you want to make God first in your life, just shoot your right hand up on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Shoot your hand up if you want God first in your life. Come on, hands are going up. Come on, keep your hand up. Keep your hand up. Keep your hand up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Put your hands down. I want you to grab the hand of the person next to you. Come on, we're going to pray. Come on, we're going to pray. We're going to pray. Come on, say Jesus. Every head bow, say Jesus. Come on, say it like you mean it. Say Jesus. God, I give you everything. Come on, we get loud when the Cavs play. We get loud when celebrities are in the mall. Come on, the heaven is open right now. The King of Kings is in the house. Lift your voice. Come on, say Jesus. Say it like you mean it. Say Jesus. You are first in my life. Nothing else will take your place. Say it again. Say nothing else will take your place. I receive your son and I repent of my sins. In the name of Jesus, God heal me. Come on, some of you guys need healing. Not so much physical healing, but spiritual healing. Come on, say Jesus heal me. Come on, Jesus, heal me. I'm wounded. I'm wounded. God, heal me. Come on, say, Jesus, restore me. Come on, say, Jesus, restore me. Come on, say this. Really say this. God, start a fire in my heart that cannot be put out. Come on, say it. God, start.